You're listening to Dan Talks, where we sit down with musician Dan Zinn to talk about his latest album, Day of Reckoning. Thanks for tuning in. We're back. I'm here with Dan Zinn once again to talk about his new album, Day of Reckoning. Hi, Dan. Hi, everybody. So if you have heard us for our past two episodes, we talked about the first and second track in Dan's new album. Um, And this time we're going to jump into the third track. So for everyone that didn't have a chance to listen to our first two episodes, Dan, why don't you give a brief description of the album Day of Reckoning? All right, Day of Reckoning, 10 tunes, nine are mine. Um, one is a great ballad called Blame It on My Youth. Um, the first song we talked about was the title track, Day of Reckoning, which is a kind of in-your-face, fast jazz tune. The second one is called Longing, and that's a more eclectic and it has a cinematic opening and then this repeated melody that goes in a whole bunch of different keys and then kind of winds down into a soft thing, which leads into the third tune, which is called Continental Divide. And like the first tune, it starts, well, fairly energetic. It's a drum and sax duet um, in the tradition of tenor players playing with drum drummers. Um, I guess some people that have heard it said it reminds them of like uh, the Brecker, Jack Dijonet sort of things. Um, and get to have a great opportunity to play with the brilliant drummer, Mark Ferber. So we just go off for a while and then we bring the, bring the band in and the song hits. Wow. I love that. So exciting. So tell me a little bit about the name Continental Divide. Where did that come from? Well, a lot of the names happen because, you know, this is like jazz music and there's no words to it. So um, it's not really necessarily about a very particular thing sometimes. <laughs> so this this name, um, I just heard the music and it just reminded me of some, some something kind of majestic and big and mountainy and... Yeah, nothing in particular. The name didn't come first. The name came after I had written the tune. And you actually had a name change with the song, didn't you? No, I had a name change on some other ones. This This one was always Continental Divide. Nice. So tell me a little bit about any influences you have in this tune. Well, so like I said before, Mike Brecker, one of my favorite sax players and maybe one of the greatest musicians of the 20th early 21st century as far as jazz players go. Just an amazing sax player, amazing musician. And I was lucky enough to have met him a number of times and you know could call him a friend. So was, the album was actually dedicated part, partly to him, partly to another sax idol of mine, Bob Berg, and then um, a great Bay Area bass player that had played on a couple of my first albums, and his name was John Shiflett. So um, they're all they're all influences, um, and you know we'll miss them dearly. Um, but this particular song, maybe more of the breckery kind of stuff. And then when the melody comes in, 
I like jazz, of course, but I also like pop music or I like hooks that I try to take from pop music and put into jazz. So I always want little singable things. And um, so that's what I try to do here. The melodies offset a little bit rhythmically and you get a little bit of melody and then a little bit of sax blowing between it. So, it, you know, it's trying to uh, sort of cover up or make diffuse where the melody is and where the sax is soloing. And so it's a kind of intertwined for a while. Um, but I think a pretty singable little melody. And then the bridge section, um, there's a lot of weird jumps. I just thought the song needed some weird jumps. <laughs> so I had written the other part and I picked up my sax. And as I usually do, I just sort of played some weird jumps and wrote them down. And that's the bridge section. And then there's a hook at the end. Um, a lot of my hooks are, could be pop tunes. And I think it's a little pop kind of hook um, at the very end of, the, of it, all the melodies. And then it goes into the solos, which once again, brilliant soloing by Taylor. And uh, and also the band really helped as far as arrangements of this tune and a lot of the other tunes as well. So those guys will, I'll, you know, bring in the tune and then they'll say this arrangement's no good. And, and I don't really care, so I don't, um, I'm very happy to change stuff for what they suggest. So a lot of it, you know, it's pretty organic with the band. They kind of make it much better, not just by their playing, but also by how they think it should go. So how is it kind of working with a band, allowing them to give you feedback, you give them feedback? Um, how does that sort of affect you as a musician? Well, I'm, I'm happy to get their feedback. I, they have, we've done some clinics with this band and they express that a lot of band leaders aren't happy but I'm not, I don't consider myself a composer, really. I mean, I write tunes for myself and for the group, um, but I'm not so tied into my, my songs. I'm not, I mean, I like to keep, I need to keep the hook and the, you know, the most important parts of it. But as far as arrangement goes, sometimes they'll just have better ideas than I had a lot of times, and I'm happy to do it. I don't really have any, any qualms about messing around with stuff and you know we change stuff on the fly as well so it's definitely jazz this is not pop music next time we play the tune we will not try to do the same thing we're not trying to recreate something in the studio that that recording was very different than how we had played it before and the next one will be different and all the tunes will be different so I think all these guys are just that way. And we're in the spirit of the moment and the spirit of the music. So um, kind of what is the fate, what is your favorite version of this song that this group has sort of ever played? Is it the one on the CD? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> we, don't, we don't have too many versions because we, you know, rehearsed, done it a couple times live, maybe three times live or something. Um, but yeah, it's, you know, it's energetic, but hopefully pretty and hooky and you remember the melody and you like the, I don't know. I think it's, it's a decent version, but I'm sure I can, well, I don't know if I can speak for everybody else, but I can speak for myself that I'm practicing every single day. And since then I've practiced a lot and I feel like I play a lot better than I did at that point too. So hopefully the next version will be better. 
So you keep talking about these hooks in the song. Um, is there anything in the song that's kind of particularly your favorite? The end of the the end of the melody. Um, it's just this nice little pop hook. It's just not like a I don't know, six notes or something, but I think it ties the whole thing together and winds everything down. And then I kind of put a little tricky chord at the end of it to go into a little different key for a second, which I do on a lot of my tunes. So, yeah. How do you want the listener to feel after hearing this song? Hopefully uplifted. I think this is a energetic, fairly happy tune. So I hope the listener not only enjoys it, but wants to listen again. This is one of my favorite tunes on the record. It's one of the, some of the songs stick in my head a lot. And this is one of them. Wow. Well, I can't wait um, for you to have it stuck in your head. We're about to play the song next. Um, Dan, any advice while our listeners are listening to Continental Divide? Kick back and enjoy. Well, thanks so much for tuning in. Again, I'm here with Dan Zinn to talk about his newest album, Day of Reckoning. Be sure to join us next time when we dive into the fourth song on this album. Also, make sure if you haven't listened to our first or second podcast to go ahead and tune into those to get even more information about this amazing musical creation by Dan. Thanks so much for joining us today. Thank you very much. Thanks for listening to Dan Talks with Dan Zinn. You can tune into the next episode on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or Google Play. Don't forget to subscribe. And here's Dan's song, Continental Divide.